sis, welcome back to Black Girl SOS. It's your girl Snobby. And today we are talking about is the ROI on education still worth it? I'm going to be honest. I ask myself this question all the time. Um, I definitely spent a large part of like my like late teen, early 20 years being a big education snob. Um, and I would I would attribute that to like really growing up during that like Cosby era um where you know it was heavily enforced for us through black media um to go to school like essence magazine ebony jet you know those magazines featured just that kind of lifestyle like you saw black greeks and then you saw the links and, and you saw jack and jill and and you just you saw like you know our kind of people um quotations if you're not watching if you're listening um that is the name of a book and that is kind of the premise of where that show comes from um but you know i i grew up in that era where it was like the black bourgeoisie is kind of the image that was reinforced and be clear i'm not mad about it i'm very glad that i grew up in that era because it did empower me to feel like I could, you know, I could do these things. I could go to college, even though I, you know, didn't have like a lot of firsthand experience with people that went to college. Um, at the time, um, I felt like that still could be my reality. Um, I felt like, you know, I still could become this affluent black woman because I saw it all the time. Like I thought I was going to be Claire Huxley, like I was very clear on on <laughs> on the goals, on the endeavors, on on what I was trying to do. Um, and and at that time, an education really was the was the game changer, right? We didn't have uh, the internet the way we have it now. We we didn't have social media at all. So um, all of these these direct to consumer ways to make money, we just didn't have. They didn't exist. Um, when I was growing up and when I was growing up, you either worked really, really hard. Like I saw most of the people in my family do a lot of my family, um, are construction workers or they worked, um, for, uh, the good old soda company, um, in the bottling factory. So, you know, my family comes from like a lot of hard labor, um, farmers, you know, like this, it's just like hard, hard labor is what I grew up around. And, you know, my grandmothers, both of my grandmothers had uh, not hard labor jobs, but they had those kind of jobs where they worked long hours. So it may as well have been hard labor because it still was, it took a toll on them. Um, one grandmother worked in telecommunications. She worked for AT&T. The other worked for MTA. So, you know, like I just, I came from a family of very, very hard workers. My mom is still a construction worker. And I was just always very clear that I'm not working that hard. I was like, bro, y'all, y'all tired all the time. I'm not, no, period, not happening. Um, but I, and I always did well in school. Like I, I always exceeded. I, I excelled whether I tried or not. So school just, it just came very naturally to me. Academics came naturally to me, but so did sports and the arts. Like I, I always danced um, and, and I ran track and, and I did well in all the things. I was a cheerleader. Like I did well in all the things um, 
that I did. But what I learned very early on was that I didn't want to work hard as hell. That shit wasn't about, I wasn't about it. And I knew I didn't want to be a starving artist. You know, whenever I would hear, you know, my favorite artists get interviewed by like Barbara Walters, because that's like really all we had then. This is like pre-MTV, BET days. You know, it was like if they wasn't sitting down with Barbara, girl, you don't know what's going on. <laughs> you don't really know the tea. So like, you know, they would sit down and, and talk about like their, you know, how they got to where they are. And it's just always this hard ass story of like, yo, basically the starving artists and I get it, but I wasn't with it. So I was like, like very early on, I was like, as much as I love dancing, I'm not going to be no dancer. Like I'm not, not fucking starving to make it as a dancer. Yeah, I want fame too, you know, Debbie Allen and all that shit, but I'm good. I'm very good. And then as I got, you know, as I started to get older and then uh, media expanded and we had BET and MTV and just more um, access to hear people's story, it it just reinforced what I already knew. But then it became not only do I not want to be the starving artist, I don't even want fucking fame. I want to be anonymously rich. Like, I don't want people feeling that privy to me. That shit is crazy. Ah, whatever. You know, put a pin in that because probably next season we'll be readdressing that very same issue. But, um, you know, I just was like, nah, this is not what I want to do. Um, and I, and I was in love with my teachers. I loved all of them. Like with the exception of, of Miss Valentine, fourth grade, I did not like her ass. No, Miss Valentine was third grade. Miss Mejia, Miss Mejia, fourth grade, evil as hell, beautiful Afro-Latina woman, but my God, this lady was me as the shit, as the shit hated her. But in general, I fell in love with my teachers and I knew I wanted to be an educator. Um, I fell in love with Claire and LA Law. So I knew I wanted to be a lawyer. And I like I declared in the third grade, like these are the things I'm gonna do. I'm going to be a teacher, I'm gonna be a lawyer, and I've done both, right? At this juncture, I've done both. And honestly, I'm ready to move on. So if anybody is ready to, you know, marry me and make me a stay-at-home wife. Let me know because <laughs> I've done what I came to do and I'm good, like <laughs> mission accomplished. But like I say all that to say, like I now have student debt, um, an exorbitant amount of student debt. I'm very well educated, very well traveled, um, but I have an immense amount of student debt and, and not just student debt, um, consumer debt. Uh, you know, I, I had more in the past because I like would need to use credit cards to supplement like books or food or whatever you know while I was broke um and I'm like had I earned money in my younger years maybe stuck it out with like some of the media opportunities that had came my way or maybe really pursued track seriously um as a career I could have always went back to school school was never going anywhere schools are like the longest running institutions they are they outlive everyone for a reason right like they're not going anywhere and I wish I had had you know that train of thought but I didn't I have it now though because we live in a very different environment and I'm like well now that the world is so different is the ROI on on our education even worth it like you know I'm not a mom but I have a bunch of friends who are moms I have a bunch of godchildren and I'm just like are we gonna tell our daughters that like you need to go to college college is like the only way I mean 
they see the same shit we see, right? You got the Kardashian clan, um, wealthy. They're not rich, they're wealthy. And, and running on minimal talent and, and even less education as a, as a cohort. Um, you know, and it's like, how do you argue with that? How do you debate that? Uh, a couple of days ago, someone tagged me to uh, a tweet where I think her bad Bobby, listen, I don't know who these people are. I don't know. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, what I do know is she's awkwardly shaped. She's shaped like an ant, like an ant feeder. She's got one of those build a bad bitch bodies or whatever. Anyway, she's got an OnlyFans page. And the long story short is in a year, since April of 2021, she's cleared $53 million. $53 million. I assure you, in the game of life, I took that L. <laughs> like, she won and I caught the L. Like, I can read, but that bitch got money, right? Like, at the end of the day, I can tell you right now, I did not clear $53 million in the last 12 months. Like, in a slow month, she was clearing over a million. I can tell you, unabashedly, I have not cleared a million dollars on a slow month. Like, that's not... <laughs> That's not my truth yet, yet. Your girl's on a pivot, because, like, like, anybody who knows me in real life um, knows, like, I have always been, like, really, really feeling away about the fact that, like, the Disney kids were making money, and I was, like, outside playing. It's like, bitch, get your life. Like, what are you doing? Um... And if you're watching, you should be able to see like my like my government name in the screen. Cause I literally just got off a work meeting. Like I literally just got off a work meeting and I didn't even opt to change it because it's literally to the point like, am I getting an ROI? Like I didn't want to work hard. I'm working hard as fuck anyway. Like I didn't want to be a starving artist. You can ask anyone who's an entrepreneur about those first couple of years and and honestly maybe the entirety of being an entrepreneur you are like a like you live like a starving artist to some extent especially if you are just an entrepreneur like if you don't have a supplemental income um to back it up it's i'm like girl you should have just danced or you should have just ran track like <laughs> it's like everything i said i definitely did not want as a part of my adult life i absolutely like ran towards it head first like oh let me in give me strife. <laughs> it's like, make it make sense. And again, at that time, it did make sense. It was very important to get an education. Um, I don't know where I would be now if I didn't get an education then. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but I'd like to think that if I'd use my younger years just earning and then going to school in my later years, then I actually might be in a better situation. And so I'm curious as to how women of my generation are raising the young women of the, you know, the young girls, the young women, soon to be young women of the next generation. Like, are we doing what our parents did or what some people's parents did and putting their values onto them? I'll say this, my mom was, my mom did not go to college um, and my mom was never, forced college on me. My mother's thing was, you have one job and that's to graduate high school. Once you graduate high school, that next move is on you. You're either going to get a job or you're going to go to school. What you're not going to do is sit your ass around on my couch. That shit ain't an option. Um, and so for me, I opted 
to go to school. Like I had, like I said, I'm, I declared who I was in third grade um, and never wavered. Um, and that's one of my gifts and my curse curses, to be honest. I'm getting better at changing my mind with confidence. Um, but I've always just kind of been like, if I said it, this is what the fuck I'm doing. And that's that on that. Um, and I kind of just go tunnel vision from whatever I decide. Um, again, gift and a curse, you know, but here we are. And so when I, you know, when I see the, the untalented and, and, and that's not to say that this argument has never been made, right? Because I, this argument was being made when I was, when I was a young girl and the Naomi's and, and, you know, moving forward, the Tyra's, you know, like all the supermodels were getting paid these exorbitant amount of money and they're flying all over the world, you know, Kamora's dripping everything and, and everybody's living a life. And it's like, just for being pretty, I'm like, but you can't even read, right? Obviously an assumption on my behalf, I'm young, I don't really know. Um, and I'm kind of influenced by the various arguments that I hear about well, these young women are exposed to so much at such a young age, you know, they'd be safer or, you know, they'd be better if they went to school or whatever. Listen, I've been to college. College ain't that much fucking safer. I'm going to tell you right now, rape is high, crime is high. It ain't that safe a fucking environment. So don't, <laughs> baby, hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if that's the argument for, you know, not taking employment opportunities versus education, toss that shit out the window. I promise you it's just as dangerous, if not more if not more. And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. Um, but we could, we could tackle that another day. Um, so, you know, I, I wonder, is the ROI like still, like, is it still valid? Um, I, I remember I had a conversation with um, one of my bros um, about his daughter, super talented. Um, and I thought that, you know, and this was many years ago when she was, a, when she was a bit younger, um, I thought that they should start a YouTube page for her. And he was adamantly opposed to it. And I was like, these kids on YouTube are making like, you know, like clearing like a million dollars opening fucking toys, you know. She's got an actual talent. Like, do that shit. Um, and he's like, nah, you know, predators. And, you know, I wanted her to just be a kid. And, you know, like no one was making an invalid argument. And at the end of the day, obviously, um, uh, it's never my decision because it's not my child. Um, my my position was she'd just be better positioned than we were going into school because she'd have cash to pay for school. She wouldn't have to worry about student loans, student debt, uh, whatever, you know, and his position, also valid, was, you know, that's my small daughter and there are predators online and, I, you know, I am, you know, apprehensive about who would have access to her if she has a YouTube page. Again, no one's argument is invalid. Um, I just, like I said, I have transitioned my train of thought um, to the era that we live in. Like we, we live in a very different era of these kids can start making money immediately. And as someone who's always regretted not having like that Disney kid um, opportunity or that Disney kid experience to start earning money as a child. I, I know for me, I can 3000% say that if I was a parent, I would absolutely be the parent that, um, you know, positions my child to start earning very young. 
I know that 3000%. I know who I am as a person. Um, and that might be vicarious living, but I also know that student debt has severe, like has severely weighed, not on, not just on my life, but plenty of people that I know, I know the amount of things that I would have been able to accomplish so much earlier in life if I didn't have student debt. Um, it, it's significant it, and it would have significantly changed my position, the position that I'm in now. Um, and those things can't be overlooked. Like the, the facts are the facts, they, they cannot be overlooked. So knowing what I know, I would take a different approach. That's, everybody is entitled to take the approach that is right for them and their family. Um, I'm just posing the question because I'm really interested to know, are we still go straight to college or are we, are we now encouraging, you know, our young girls to be entrepreneurs? Are, you know, I follow this really talented little girl who makes cakes with her family. Um, and she's just about to start school for the first time. <laughs> she's just about to start school for the first time in like two weeks. Like she's never been in school. I think she's like, I think she's seven. So she would have been starting school like when the pandemic hit, which is why she's never been to school yet. But she makes amazing cakes. I mean, wow. She's been doing it now for, I think, two and a half, three years. By the time she is like a full grown adult, by the time she can vote, she's going to be so skilled in her craft that she's going to have earned so much money in her craft. If she does decide she want to go to culinary school to perfect her craft, she'll be able to pay for that shit out of pocket. You understand what I'm saying? She'll be able to, she'll be able to afford that without incurring any debt. Um, and, and quite honestly, probably at that point, she really won't need it because she's really, really, really talented already. And I mean, if she keeps going, I can't see her doing anything but getting more fantastic at what she does. And, you know, does, is, that where, is that where we're headed now? Are we transitioning out of making school, you know, our rallying cry and making business ownership are rallying cry. I mean, like, I'm obviously not telling anyone to put their kid on OnlyFans or any shit like that. I, shit, I need to get myself on OnlyFans respectfully. I mean, I have an account, but I ain't clearing no money because I ain't doing shit on it. I don't need to learn to shake one cheek at a time or something. Like, <laughs> while I still got this little bit of weight on me, so <laughs> I can clear some fucking money because sis is living a life. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not... I'm obviously not suggesting that anyone has their kid on OnlyFans, but I'm definitely suggesting or at least asking, are you encouraging your child to tap into the other things that they're good at, the things that they could be making money at now? Um, do we feel like that robs them of their childhood? Uh, you know, because that was always part of the child actor issue. You know, all oh, these kids, they don't have a childhood. Um, a lot of the kids, their, their parents were stealing their money. There are plenty of laws in place now to prohibit that. Give your child a child actor, a child model, things like that. Um, many states uh, have like trust laws where pushing that money automatically has to go into a trust for those kids and they can't touch it to their certain age. So, you know, like I, I understood the arguments then. Uh, but we have transitioned in, there are so many uh, guardrails now 
like now what's the argument like how do we make a good argument for not letting the kid earn money when they can like i just um like i just i feel like i definitely wouldn't if if my child wanted to go straight into school i certainly wouldn't be against it um but if my kid wanted to start earning money in junior high school i wouldn't be against that either i, I would definitely like support that three thousand percent and figure out what guardrails i need to put in place um to make a safe environment for my child to do that but you know i i mean i'm curious i'm i'm like sincerely curious what what are the conversations that you all are having with your daughters and your nieces and 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 your goddaughters i am very cautious on the things that i say to the young girls in my life um because i don't ever want to overstep right they're not my child so i don't ever want to i don't want to overstep my place with anyone's child ever um i'm always like a resource that they can talk to and i'm happy to talk them through anything but i always conclude with with you know this is this a decision that has to be made by your parents like this is you know talking to me ain't gonna change whatever their decision is but i'm happy to talk to you about it um but I'm interested in knowing what are we talking to the girls about? Um, you know, chime in, let me know, are we encouraging entrepreneurship? I know that I see a lot of women my age and older really starting to come into their own um, and, and try that business that they always wanted to try. And as someone who waits to late in life to to do something how do you how do you then talk your kid out of trying to do something early i just i'm interested in in, in knowing what you all think so definitely chime in on the social media pages let me know the conversations that you are having let me know what you think let me know what you are doing um yeah I, as always like if you guys want to have a twitter spaces or live on ig i'm always open to hosting one of those things but yeah let's talk about it definitely share your opinions um and until next time my good sis y'all have a good one peace <laughs>